decidedly Christian, distinctly biblical, and just a little bit nuts. This is Squirrel Chatter. And welcome to the Piney Woods, ladies and gentlemen, for another coffee-fueled, thrill-packed episode of Squirrel Chatter, a podcast dedicated primarily to the public reading of scriptures and secondarily to my thoughts on various topics of today, except there will be no thoughts on various topics of the day for the next couple of weeks because I am traveling down to Conway, Arkansas for a intensive on-campus intensive of early church history with Dr. James White. Uh, I think most people in evangelicalism, when they see a squirrel, thinks of Gene Clyde. It's really strange when you think about it. Yes, that Dr. James White. Um, looking forward to that. So I am driving. Today will be my second day of road trip. If all goes according to plan, I will be traveling from Gillette, Wyoming, all the way to St. Joseph, Missouri today. That is my route. That is my plan. That is my hope. That is my goal. That is my hotel reservation. So uh, that's my plan for today. So all that to say, I'm not here. <laughs> I'm on the road. So this is a pre-recorded episode just to keep us up to date and uh, where we need to be for our scripture reading as we continue to read through the entire Bible in the Legacy Standard Bible Translation this year. And we're getting close to the end. Yes, we are in the midst of week number 39 out of 52. So when we're done today, we'll have 12 more weeks in the year, and the year will be done. And, and that's just kind of a scary thought. Here it is, the almost the beginning of October, and I'm already talking about the end of the year. So, just so you know, it's coming. And uh, that means winter is coming. Not to, to sound like uh, Sean Bean, but winter is coming. All right. Well, Squirrel Chatter is a proud member of the Christian Podcast Community. Head on over to christianpodcastcommunity.org. Check out all the great curated podcasts that are over there. You are sure to find something worth listening to. All right. Our scripture reading today is going to be the book of the prophet Zephaniah, Psalm 74, and 2 Corinthians 8. So let's begin, as is our habit, with the Prayer of Confession from the 1552 Book of Common Prayer. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. And now our prayer for the reading of the word. Blessed Lord, who hast caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, the prophet Zephaniah. 
the word of Yahweh which came to Zephaniah, son of Cushi, son of Gadaliah, son of Amariah, son of Hezekiah, in the days of Josiah, king of Ammon, king of Judah, or Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah. I will completely end all things from the face of the ground, declares Yahweh. I will end man and beast. I will end the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea and the ruins along with the wicked. And I will cut off man from the face of the ground, declares Yahweh. So I will stretch out my hand against Judah and against all the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will cut off the remnant of Baal from this place and the names of the idolatrous priests along with the priests. And those, and those who worship on the housetops, the hosts of heaven, and those who worship and swear to Yahweh and yet swear by Milcom, and those who have turned back from following Yahweh, and those who have not sought Yahweh or inquired of him. Be silent before Lord Yahweh, for the day of Yahweh is near, for Yahweh has prepared a sacrifice. He has set apart his guests. Then it will be on the day of Yahweh's sacrifice that I will punish the princes of the king's son and all who clothe themselves with foreign garments. And I will punish on that day all who leap on the temple threshold, who fill the house of the Lord with violence and deceit. And it will be in that day, declares Yahweh, that there will be the sound of a cry from the fish gate and a wail from the second quarter and a great destruction from the hills. Wail, O inhabitants of the mortar, for all the people of Canaan will be silenced. All who weigh out silver will be cut off. And it will be at that time that I will search Jerusalem with lamps, and I will punish the men who are stagnant in spirit, who say in their hearts, Yahweh will not do good or evil. And it will be that their wealth will become spoil and their houses desolate. Indeed, they will build houses but not inhabit them, and plant vineyards but not drink their wine. Near is the great day of Yahweh, near and coming very quickly. Oh, the sound, the day of Yahweh. In it the mighty man cries out bitterly. A day of fury is that day, a day of trouble and distress, a day of destruction and desolation, a day of darkness and thick darkness, a day of clouds and dense gloom, a day of trumpet and loud shouting against the fortified cities and the high corner towers. I will bring distress on men, so that they will walk like the blind, because they have sinned against Yahweh. And their blood will be poured out like dust, and their flesh like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to deliver them on the day of the fury of Yahweh, and all the earth will be devoured in the fire of his jealousy. For he will make a complete destruction, indeed a terrifying one, of all the inhabitants of the earth." Gather yourselves together, indeed, gather, O nation, without shame, before the decree takes effect, the day passes like the chaff, before the burning anger of Yahweh comes upon you, before the day of Yahweh's anger comes upon you. Seek Yahweh, all you humble of the earth, who have worked his justice, seek righteousness, seek humility, perhaps you will be hidden in the day of Yahweh's anger." For Gaza will be forsaken, and Ashkelon a desolation. Ashdod will be driven out at noon, and Ekron will be uprooted. Woe to the inhabitants of the seacoast, the nation of the Carathites. The word of Yahweh is against you, 
O Canaan, land of the Philistines, and I will make you perish, so that there will be no inhabitant. So the seacoast will be pastures with caves for shepherds and folds for flocks. And the coast will be for the remnant of the house of Judah. They will feed upon it in the houses of Ashkelon. They will lie down at evening. For Yahweh their God will care for them and restore their fortune. I have heard the reproach of Moab and the revilings of the sons of Ammon, with which they have reproached my people and magnified themselves against their territory. Therefore, as I live, declares Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, surely Moab will be like Sodom and the sons of Ammon like Gomorrah, a place possessed by nettles and salt pits, a perpetual desolation. The remnant of my people will plunder them and the remainder of my nation will inherit them. This they will have in return for their pride because they have reproached and magnified themselves against the people of Yahweh of hosts. Yahweh will be fearsome to them. For he will starve all the gods of the earth, and all the coastlands of the nations will bow down to him, every one from his own place. You also, O Ethiopians, will be slain by my sword, and he will stretch out his hand against the north, and cause Assyria to perish, and he will make Nineveh a, desolate, a desolation parched like the wilderness. Flocks will lie down in her midst, all the beasts of the nation. Both the pelican and the hedgehog will lodge in the tops of her pillars. Their voices will sing in the window. Ruin will be on the threshold, for he has laid bare the cedar work. This is the exultant city, which inhabits securely, who says in her heart, I am, and there is no one besides me. How she has become an object of horror, a resting place for beasts. Everyone who passes by her will hiss, and wave his hand in contempt. Woe to her who is rebellious and defiled, the oppressive city. She did not listen to any voice. She did not receive discipline. She did not trust in Yahweh. She did not draw near to her God. Her princes in her midst are roaring lions. Her judges are wolves at evening. They leave nothing to gnaw for the morning. Her prophets are reckless, treacherous men. Her priests have profaned the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. Yahweh is righteous in her midst. He will do no injustice. Every morning he brings his justice to light. He does not fail. But the unjust knows no shame. I have cut off nations. Their corner towers are desolate. I have made their streets a waste, with no one passing by. Their cities are laid waste, without a man, without an inhabitant. I said, surely you will fear me receive discipline, so her abode will not be cut off according to all that I have appointed concerning her. But they were eager to corrupt all their deeds. Therefore wait for me, declares Yahweh, for the day when I rise up as a witness. Indeed, my judge judgment is to assemble nations, to gather kingdoms, to pour out on them my indignation, all my burning anger, for all the earth will be devoured by the fire of my zeal." For then I will change them to peoples with purified lips, that all of them may call on the name of Yahweh to serve him shoulder to shoulder. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my worshipers, my scattered ones, will bring my offerings. In that day you will feel no shame because of all your deeds by which you have transgressed against me. For then I will remove from your midst your proud exalted ones, 
and you will never again be haughty on my holy mountain. But I will cause you to remain in your midst a lowly and poor people, and they will take refuge in the name of Yahweh. The remnant of Israel will do no injustice and not speak falsehood, nor will a deceitful tongue be found in their mouths. For they will feed and lie down with no one to make them tremble. Sing for joy, O daughter of Zion. Make a loud shout, O Israel. Be glad and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. Yahweh has taken away his judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The king of Israel, Yahweh, is in your midst. You will fear evil no more. In that day it will be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands fall limp. Yahweh your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will be joyful over you with gladness. He will be quiet in his love. He will rejoice over you with joyful singing. I will assemble those who grieve about the appointed feasts. They were from you, O, o Zion. The reproach of exile is a burden on them. Behold, I am going to deal all that time with all those who afflict you, and I will save the lame and gather the banished, and I will turn them in their shame into praise and a name in all the earth. At that time, I will bring you in. Even at that time, I will gather you together. Indeed, I will give you to be a name and praise among all the peoples of the earth when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says Yahweh. Now Psalm 74. A Maskil of Asaph. Why, O God, have you rejected us forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation which you have purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your inheritance, and this Mount Zion where you have dwelt. Lift up your steps toward perpetual ruins. The enemy has damaged everything within the sanctuary. Your adversaries have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They have set up their own signs for signs. Each seems like one who lifts up an axe against the undergrowth of trees, and now it's carved work altogether. They smash with hatchets and hammers. They have set your sanctuary on fire by bringing it to the ground. They have defiled the dwelling place of your name. They said in their heart, let us completely subdue them. They have burned all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see your signs. There is no longer any prophet, nor is there any among us who knows how long. How long, O God, will the adversary reproach? Will the enemy spurn your name forever? Why do you turn back your hand, even your right hand, from within your bosom destroy them? Yet God is my king from of old who works deeds of salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your strength. You broke the heads of the sea monsters in the waters. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You gave him his food for the creatures of the desert. You split open springs and river. You dried up ever-flowing rivers. Yours is the day. Yours also is the night. You have established the light and the sun. You have caused all the boundaries of the earth to stand firm. You have formed summer and winter. Remember this, O Yahweh, that the enemy has reproached, and a wickedly foolish people has spurned your name. Do not deliver the soul of your turtle dove to the wild beast. Do not forget the life of your afflicted forever. 
Look to the covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of the haunts of violence. Let not the oppressed return dishonored. Let the afflicted and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, and plead your own cause. Remember how the wicked fool reproaches you all day long. Do not forget the voice of your adversaries, the rumbling of those who rise against you, which ascends continually. And now 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Now, brothers, we make known to you the grace of God which has been given in the churches of Macedonia, that in a great testing by affliction their abundance of joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the richness of their generosity. For I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave of their own accord, begging us with much urging for the grace of sharing in the ministry of the saints. And this, not as we are at expected, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. So we encouraged Titus that as he had previously made a beginning, so he would also complete in you this gracious work as well. But just as you abound in everything, in faith and word and knowledge and in all earnestness and in the love we inspired in you, see that you abound in this gracious work also. I am not speaking this as a command, but as proving through the earnestness of others the sincerity of your love also. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that, though being rich, yet for your sake became, he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And I give my opinion in this matter, for this is profitable for you, who were the first to begin a year ago not only to do this, but also to desire to do it. But now, complete doing it also, so that just as there was the readiness to desire it, so there may be also the completion of it from what you have. For if the readiness is present, it is acceptable according to what a person has, not according to what he does not have. For this is not for the relief of others and for your affliction, but by way of equality, at this present time, your abundance being a supply for their need, so that their abundance also may become a supply for your need, that there may be equality. As it is written, he who gathered much did not have too much, and he who gathered little had no lack. But thanks be to God, who puts the same earnestness on your behalf in the heart of Titus, for he does not accept for he not only accepted our plea, but being himself very earnest, he, was he has gone out to you of his own accord. And we have sent along with him the brother whose praise in the things of the gospel is throughout all the churches. And not only this, but he has also been appointed by the churches to travel with us in this, glory in this gracious work that is being ministered by us for the glory of the Lord himself and to show our readiness taking precaution, lest anyone discredit us in our ministering of this generous gift. For we respect what is good, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of men. And we have sent with them our brother, whom we have often tested and found earnest in many things, but now even more earnest because of his great confidence in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker among you. As for our brothers, they are messengers of the church, a glory to Christ. Therefore, openly before the churches, show them the proof of your love and of our reason for boasting about you. This is the word of the Lord. 
now the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Now the collect for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always that is righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, that's Squirrel Chatter for today. I wish you the very best of Tuesdays. Please do the things you ought to do. Don't do the things you ought not do. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of the Lord. We'll see you again here tomorrow for another episode of Squirrel Chatter. Take care. God bless. Squirrel Chatter is recorded in front of a live studio hamster.